Hello, everyone. I'm Joel Yu. Thanks so much for tuning in to Expert Insights, where we talk with industry leaders across modern financial services to discuss leadership and innovation. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, joined here with my two great colleagues, Mr. James White, our GM and uh, resident banking and credit union expert. How you doing, James? And doing Mr. Fantastic. Dan Catanella, our chief lending officer. So gentlemen, I want to talk about the risks and also the opportunities that are out there right now for banks, lenders, credit unions, uh, as it relates to the move in interest rates and kind of what's happening. And I want to start maybe on the risk side of the equation. I guess in every risk, there's also an angle that can be an opportunity for some. But I want to talk about this thing called EPOs or early payoff, and educate the audience on what it is, why it matters, and why that risk is something to think about as it relates to moving rates. Yeah, so, I mean, early payoffs are certainly well-known by lenders, um, and it always introduces a level of risk, when you, especially when you have a, a rate movement as quickly as we've seen over the last, you know, six to eight weeks. You know, we basically you know, downward trend of over 125 basis points in rate in a, you know, in a very short period of time. And ultimately, the risk that that introduces is somebody to ultimately engage your customer that you just funded a transaction with in the last six months kind of seasoning period. Um, and they go down the street and refinance with one of your competitors, runs off your servicing portfolio that you sold that transaction to, and ultimately the lender gets hit with a pretty hefty penalty. Um, so it's critically important that you. So not let me just let me just ground on this. So not only do you lose a customer, but you also get penalized for losing that customer. That's correct. Yes, like it's that, a double. They'll call it a double whammy. That's the double whammy, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I hadn't really spent a lot of time thinking. Of course, I know what it is, but I hadn't spent a lot of time thinking about it until you know some of the CEOs that I've talked with over the last week have described, I'm like, what's keeping you up at night? And and they're kind of like, well, if rates go to 575, um, this is keeping me up at night, this early payoff thing, what you just described. So A, I lose a customer. B, I get essentially penalized with, with pretty significant penalties, like 3% in some cases, right? Yep. Of that loan amount. Yeah, it can add up millions. millions. Of and so coming on the heels of, a, of an environment which has been challenging for uh, anybody in the lending world, this really matters. And so, James, give me your lens on maybe from a banking and credit union standpoint, um, do they consider early payoffs a risk in the same way the independents do? Kind of why or why not? And maybe why does it matter to them as well? Yeah, so uh, early payoffs, it's really about uh, how the mortgage uh, side of the business handles uh, themselves if they're selling to you know Fannie and Freddie and you know some of the the others, uh, the organization is definitely going to get hit to by EPOs. Whether they send that downstream to the LOs or not is according to the organization. But even if they aren't uh, worried about early payoffs, maybe like credit unions as an example, uh, oftentimes have a mortgage option where you can do a rate change uh, a couple of times during the term. Uh, they still need to be managing uh, these rate changes because uh, one, it, it's a time that you can engage with your customer, remember, and show and build loyalty that you're watching it for them. Uh, two, 
Your customers oftentimes are members don't remember or recognize that they have that option and they are getting hammered by uh, CD shops and, and things that are buying these lists of recent closed mortgages or recent locked, you know, uh, yeah. rates. So let's, let's, let's talk about this for a moment because I don't know that a lot of people realize this, but you have a lot of consumer direct lenders that somehow it's, it's still legal that uh, these organizations, whether they did a deal with this particular customer or not, uh, they can purchase lists, target lists of people that have done a particular type of loan in the last six months, 12 months. Is that, that's what you're saying, right? That's exactly what I'm saying. And, and so as a banker, a lender, credit union, if I don't think about this, whether I care about the penalty or not, which of course you do, if you're going to get penalized, whether I care about that or not, it's actually important from a, a awareness standpoint and how I need to be communicating with my customer because you really don't want, um, I don't want to lose the customer, but I really don't want somebody else calling my customer and saying, um, oh, hey, by the way, did you know interest rates are a point one point two five percent better than they were when you did your loan at 8%? You don't really want somebody else doing that. You should be doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and especially if you're a community banker or credit union, it's your responsibility to keep your customers and members financially healthy. And you don't know what other kind of hidden fees and other things that are going to be there. Yeah. Uh, you can obvi- oftentimes refi them you know, at no cost to them. You know, uh, and so uh, and perhaps even do some other debt consolidation, whatever you need to, to, to do to, to help them. And, and so uh, you can't turn a blind eye to, you know, these rate changes. Obviously, it's going to increase your your new uh, borrower volume, but it's not just that. It, it's the, the recent borrowers as well. If you don't engage your customer, somebody else will. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so true. So if you think about on the risk side of the equation, uh, and I look at this one as this early payoff scenario that matters, particularly when we have big swings in rates like we have, um, it also really is an opportunity uh, as well, an opportunity for you to prove to your customer that you're on top of their, you know, their financial picture as it relates to the products and services your organization uh, sells to them. And you get a chance to deliver uh, communication and engagement, education that actually adds some kind of value, even if it is literally, hey, by the way, I want to just keep you informed on uh, the fact that rates have now adjusted. Uh, This may not be something you're thinking about today, but just wanted to make you aware, right? Like that's an opportunity to build some trust and engagement with a customer that I didn't have yesterday, right? Like that opportunity is something you should grab if you guys... I know you guys agree, but yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, there's there's a, a couple different layers of that. One, obviously, at the top of the funnel, we saw a lot of consumers leave the market when rates hit eight percent. Um, so, ensuring you're re-educating those consumers of the change in the market fluctuation and bringing them back into the market. Um, obviously, your referral partners, your real estate agents, love that. Um, you're bringing buyers into back into the market for them. Um, and then you're, there's also a lot of risk right now with lenders for their locked pipeline. A lot of them have pipelines that have been locked at seven and a half to eight percent range from you know October to November, um, and they're concerned that a lot of those consumers they're going to have a significant amount of fallout because a lot of those consumers are going to go down the street and go lock in with another lender at six and a half today. Um, so making so sure that that could be like the triple whammy, 
If uh, so, if you think about <laughs> if you don't have your early payoff kind of playbook dialed in, uh, you're going to get hit with losing a customer plus an early payoff. If you don't have the ability to really manage your pipeline and stay ahead of anybody in your pipeline that may be out shopping. Now I lose pipeline plus I lose past customers. Is that like the triple whammy? Maybe we call that, I guess. It could be a triple whammy. Yeah. 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 I mean, you really need to operationalize every part of your funnel uh, in this type of rate environment to make sure that you're mitigating risk and also seizing all the opportunity right now. And obviously we're, you know, purchases are going to be down right now. We're going into the holiday season, probably won't pick up back up till mid February is, you know, it does every year. Um, so, you know, making sure that you can seize this, you know, this good down positive downtrend in rates and, and bring some refis into your book of business is super important for lenders to lean into right now. Yeah. If you're an LO, uh, I hope you didn't wait to the last minute to buy all your uh, holiday gifts because you need to be making phone calls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good suggestion. <clears throat> all right. Anything on the risk or opportunity bucket that, is worth talking about other than the kind of those two pieces today that you guys think we should cover really quick. Uh, no, I mean, the, the rates do seem to have leveled off, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens in the news the next few uh, weeks to see if we have another dip or. I think it'll stay flat. Honestly, I think it'll stay flat until January and some more data comes up, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. So guys, I, I, you know, I think in short, this was really helpful to just clarify uh, the risks as well as the opportunities for banks, letters, credit unions uh, in this environment as rates are moving. And so if you're out there in the audience and you're having some anxiety or you're wondering, hey, is my organization really well positioned to both mitigate our risk and maximize our opportunity in what we believe is a new environment this next 12 months? Um, reach out to one of these two guys, um, James White, Dan Catnella. We'd be happy to have a strategic conversation, give you a point of view, uh, share some best practices on what we see working, uh, on how to operationalize some of these playbooks. And of course, I'm always happy to happy to have conversations as well. Uh, we really do enjoy interacting with the industry. So reach out to us anytime, guys. And uh, gentlemen, thanks again, and uh, look forward to catching up again soon. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Joe. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.